Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you and welcome to another edition of the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast. Today's interview comes from the interview marathon. It is number four in the string. It is with Gabe Grothaus from out in Iowa. And I hope you've been enjoying these. We're going to be doing patient interviews every Friday for the foreseeable future. There's 133 more of them. So um, I hope that you're enjoying them as much as I enjoyed them when they were live streamed. Without further ado, here is my interview with Gabe Grothaus. What is your name? Morning, Rob. My name is Gabe Grothaus. How are you doing this morning? I am wonderful, Gabe. Gabe, where are you from? Yep, I am located here in eastern Iowa, so um, Cedar Falls, Waterloo area. Fantastic. Welcome uh, Welcome to the interview marathon. I am appreciative that you're here and willing to share your story. So briefly tell me about yourself and your experiences in healthcare, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe um, one of your more boring guests today. So I uh, am am uh, 24, graduated from college about three years ago. I work at Thrivent Financial as a financial advisor here on a team in Eastern Iowa. And um, I've grown up just south of here, Marion, Iowa. And, you know, a lot of my experiences growing up were related to sports injuries was probably maybe the most notable um, playing soccer, primarily a little bit of football, a little bit of cross country. And um, some of my interactions with uh, professionals there, rolled ankles, broken bones, things like that. Um, recently, I had a, a chance to go overseas um, to go do some mission work in Kenya. And so there was a lot of interesting um, interactions with medical professionals as far as getting everything you need here and then getting back and forth with uh, COVID and everything there was very interesting. Um, that way. So those have been some of my personal um, experiences with with medical professionals and um, yeah, open to touch on any questions you have about those. So, so talk to me then a little bit about your about your experience from like the US system versus what you were experiencing in Kenya. What what were the differences? You know, I and just from a, a practical perspective, like how did how did you manage to get like what was the preparation you needed to have in case you were going to need any form of um, medical assistance while you were in kenya yeah that's a great question um and i may be hopping ahead a little bit too to one of the other questions about who a hero that we have is one of the gentlemen we went with is named dr steve price and uh, he's been a, a ER doctor and medical doctor down in Kansas. So we were very fortunate. We were traveling with a doctor who'd done medical missions before. So there was certainly a level of, of uh, peace knowing we had someone with us. As far as comparing the two systems, it's, and a lot of it is probably cultural. It was a little bit shocking. Um, even to get back, we had to go take COVID tests in the hospital there. There's no, um, at least where we were at, there was no real like lines, kind of people just rush to wherever they want to go. And then there's very little accountability too. Um, there was some of us who tested negative, some who tested positive. We had to kind of come home in waves and it wasn't abundantly clear if they were testing correctly or not. A test there would cost the equivalent of 
maybe 180 to 200 American dollars, which is about, it could be up to two to three months worth of work for someone there. So it, it felt like there may have been some corruption there. So that was very, very unique. Um, yeah, it was, it was just stressful, I guess there, and it could be stressful here too, but the, there's English, but a lot of uh, Swahili too. So the language barrier was different. So we had a lot of trust in the guys who were hosting us, the, the Christians there. And then um, Dr. Price, who was with us, whatever he told us to do, um, we would just do it and just trust that it would work out. But yeah. Wow. Um, incredible. So between your sports injuries and your experiences in Kenya and, uh, you know, all of that, have you met any healthcare heroes who you would, these are the people who are doing it right? Yeah. You know, and maybe a, a little bit of a non-conventional answer too. I, I mentioned Dr. Steve Price. He, he's done a lot of medical missions. I've kind of worked with him more in, in a, a missional aspect and very impressed with the way he takes care of people. But two of them that I was thinking in my life are actually both chiropractors. One is my grandpa, um, Dr. Glenn Grothaus in Hudson, Iowa. And then my chiropractor in Cedar Rapids was Dr. Powell. And I remember just a specific story, if I could share. Um, sure. I was playing soccer, I think it was my junior year, and, and we were pretty good. We were going into substate, and I had a pretty bad um, where I planted and someone kind of landed on my ankle. And so we went to our, I mean, it hurt pretty bad. So we went to our provider and they did an x-ray and it wasn't broken. It was just rolled. And they just said, hey, you can't play sports for three weeks. Here's some painkillers, you know, okay. be on your way. And you know, I, as a young kid, it was like your, your world is dashed. You're like, well, we have sure. substate next week. And so I remember uh, my parents took me to my chiropractor and he actually did some like adjustments on my ankle. So it was about six days before we were going to play again. He did some adjustments, gave me some exercises. We had two or three follow-ups. Um, but, you know, he actually listened. He didn't prescribe me anything. He actually listened to what I wanted to hear, well, you know, what I wanted to say, excuse me. And, and I just told him, hey, it's a priority. I really like to play in this game. Our team is good. What needs to be done? And he said, well, here's what needs to be done. And then he shared the risks too. I mean, if you do this, it could lead to this or it could lead to this, but ended up doing the exercises pretty religiously. And I had a couple of treatments with him and then, yeah, it was great. I was, was able to play. I had a lot of tape on it and everything and, and a splint, but it was fine. I, everything went well. And so thankful for that second opinion. And additionally, when I broke, I broke my right arm. Um, as a young guy right up here and uh, uh, the doctors kind of gave me a sling. It wasn't worth doing surgery, um, but they they uh, ended up having to just put it like in a sling. And then, yeah, once again, gave some painkillers, but the muscles were all seized up. And I didn't realize that the pain was there initially. And then it kind of was just there for a long time. And my grandpa, I went up to see my grandpa and he gave me some, once again, some exercises to help loosen up and did some laser therapy and all the muscles right here in the shoulder just relaxed. And um, mm. man, that was some relief from pain that I hadn't had for a while. And so anyway, I, I was very thankful for the chiropractors in my life that um, listened. I guess that's probably my biggest takeaway. Just listen. What, what's going on and what do you want? And that was huge. You know, it's a little intimidating being 15, 16, now 24, talking to a doctor. You're like, I don't sure. know everything going on, but um, it's very... I'm comforting when a when a professional will just listen. So those would be some markers of a, a hero that I would be thankful for, someone who would listen. Yeah, I, I appreciate And you're so right, you know, because there, there's a, a number of different layers in of that dynamic, right? There is the doctor-patient, and then there is the kind of younger person, more experienced person. And, you know, all of that together 
creates a, a paradigm in which you're less comfortable sharing and you're less comfortable um, saying like that doesn't make sense or you know you've you, what speak you said, English <laughs> right or you know even to say I think what you just said contradicts what I heard you say earlier uh, you know all of those things are, are things that you're were a little bit more hesitant to do so um, yeah such a such an interesting thing um, what does quality healthcare mean to you yeah great question you know, I think getting back to that piece on listening, I think in you know our line of work, when someone walks in the door, the first thing we want to do is ask questions. You know, what do you, I heard your last guest? What do you hope to get out of this? What concerns do you have? What fears do you have? Um, you know, quality healthcare to me is someone who's willing to listen, and and um, that shouldn't I don't think just be the front desk lady. I don't think that should just be the nurse. I don't think that should just be the I think that should be all areas of of healthcare. And I don't know what everyone's experience is. It it feels in my experience to be a very reactionary system. So something goes wrong, here's how we're gonna react quickly to it. And there's definitely a time and a place for that. Um, I have some family that's worked in ERs and I'm so thankful for the people who can react, you know, really quickly to high trauma situations. Um, but for the the in and outs, it's, I think it's really beneficial when someone comes in with, with listening first. And so quality healthcare to me is, is more of a team mindset not you tell me what to do and then I do it, or you know we'll take care of you. It's hey, let's let's be on the same side here and let's come up with with um, ideas and solutions together. So quality healthcare is healthcare that listens. Yeah, um, it is interesting because it starts with the patient, I, and I'll, I'll be just quite frank about this, okay? And that is, so many times it it's forgotten that the only person that knows what the symptoms are, the only person that knows what the experience is, is the patient. Yep. And if you don't listen to them, you're not going to have all the information that you need in order to make an informed diagnosis and in order to, you know, create a treatment plan that's going to work. And then in, beyond just having just listening to find out what the symptoms are so you can make the diagnosis there needs to be an acknowledgement of what's going on in the patient's life so that um, the treatment plan for the diagnosis can be properly implemented uh, because you know if if you're saying to a kid like you who's got some ankle issues like yeah i mean just take it easy and stay off your leg you know stay off it for four to six weeks like that's that's a big chunk of your season um so you've got to got to know exactly how to do that and so it's listening to find out what the symptoms are and then listening to also hear what the life circumstances are absolutely yeah so what do you wish your medical providers understood about you mm, great question you know i i really wish they would uh you know maybe across the board understand what my purpose is I don't hope to live just a pain-free, easy life, you know, and, and sometimes I think it was so quick to prescribe something <laughs> sometimes like, well, you know, I, I'm okay living with a little, even a sickness or something. I, I just don't necessarily just want a bottle of pills. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I'd like to know what's going on. And then, you know, just like in our line of work, it, it's hard when people come after something really bad has happened. And that's the first time you meet someone. It's a lot easier if we plan on the the other side of a catastrophe than planning um, right after. And so 
you know, I wish they understood that, you know, my, my desire would be a proactive and not just, uh, not just a reactive um, kind of treatment plans. And I, I really would love to view the doctor more as a, as an advisory kind of role where they're providing advice. Hey, in your life, are you doing these things? Why are you doing things? And then educate, not just prescribe, but educate. So I wish, I, I don't know, I have a passion for uh, educating people. And then when I'm in that situation, I love to be educated. Teach me like I'm five, man. Get a whiteboard out if we need to. Get the legal pad. Just teach me. So uh, a passion for that. I, 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 you can probably tell I'm passionate about that. I would yeah. love healthcare professionals were as well. Okay, let me let me see if I can summarize what you say. And that is you're looking for a doctor, a doctor's assistance in being healthy rather than um, a doctor's intervention when you are sick. So, I mean, it's there's a difference between being main, being healthy and um, handling sickness. Is that does that make sense? That's pretty spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Health is not, in my opinion, well, it's just something that we think about when it's not working, right? right. It's good to invest in your health when it is working too. And so, um, yeah, you summarized that wonderfully, Rob. Okay. Well, every, listen, I, you, you said that um, part of what we have to do is listen. So I'm trying to listen and then make sure that I understand exactly <laughs> I what you're saying. <laughs> so, very cool. Um, so what is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare. Yeah. Sorry to beat the same drum. Listen, just listen. Okay. So, um, do you have a practical suggestion for that? Because a lot of times doctors and we were beating on doctors a little bit hard today, but <laughs> the, they have a window of a treatment window in which they have to be in and out in, you know, 15 minutes, sometimes 12 minutes, sometimes even less than that. And how do you have some ideas for how do they listen well in a short period of time? Yeah. So open-ended questions are, are very helpful versus a closed-ended question. That's assuming the answer. Your ankle hurts because you rolled it, right? feels a lot different than why does your ankle hurt? Um, and so just the, even the phrasing of the question and then a great follow-up, um, like every two-year-old will tell you is why. So, hey, I don't want, I'm refusing this treatment. I don't want this. Well, can you explain why you are? And that helps get you, and I, and I know that might add another 30 to 45 seconds to something, but that can be a huge clarifier. So the doctor maybe can help overcome an objection you have that's not real, but they don't know why. Then it's just like two cars flying by each other. You're never going to get on the same wavelength there. So yeah, that, that question is huge. Open-ended questions and then following up with why. Okay. Um, listen, I love analogies and everything. And your analogy of two cars flying by each other is great, except um, if they actually connect, you end up with a car crash. And this is not a pretty thing. Uh, it, not what we were intended for. So not uh, endorsed. That, that, this, I, I mean, two ships passing in the night, two cars whizzing by each other. Uh, when they connect, it in the medical field, when they connect, it's a good thing. In the real world, when they connect, it's not exactly what we were looking for. Correct. Correct. Nope. I, I appreciate the clarification. I, not a problem at all. Listen, Gabe, I appreciate you joining me. I appreciate your willingness to share. Um, it's been fantastic. And I think it, your advice is practical and easy to implement. Uh, thanks for being here. And I appreciate your perspective on healthcare. Yeah. Hey, best of luck with everything today. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. 
Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.